Hi guys, this is RFX and Rab coming to you with a special edition of the VPG podcast. We normally do the podcast on a Monday, but like I say, this is a special one. This one comes from everything I've wanted to talk about in the VPG since, oh, I don't know, really sort of getting involved and taking it a lot more serious. Um, on the show today, we have my usual hosts. We have Dave Avery. Evening, mate. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. And we have Lee Hill. Evening, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. Um, and also, it wouldn't be a show talking about the, the, the nitty-gritty of the VPG and what we can do to possibly even make it better than it is. Craig Nickel is here to help us with that. How are you doing, Craig? All right, mate. Yourself? Oh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm really looking forward to this one, I must admit. Um, what we're doing, people, is we are going to be talking about things. Now, this is Craig himself. We all know Craig is the man himself that runs the Xbox side. Um, has said that he's looking to how can we improve the the league even more than already is you know it's already a great league um, so you know me and Dave have talked about this numerous times behind the scenes Lee as well just random things that we think would be great in place and we, we said that you guys could get involved so we have questions um, to give to to Craig that you guys have asked. Um, you will all get an answer, whether it be a nice, short, sweet answer or whether it be an in-depth answer and something that might actually help improve the league. We're delighted. Dave, uh, Dave, how many people was it that's been tweeting? A lot of people have been tweeting compared to normal. Well, mate, we have been asking for, what, a whole season of podcasts now, uh, nearly 15 episodes to get involved and get talking. And what do we know? All we had to talk about was Game Changers and the whole community came out and supported us. Uh, we had nearly 22 comments and and good comments as well you know not just like i agree uh, and i think there were good paragraphs um so yeah i will read every single one out uh, so thank you for getting involved some of them are a bit mm, yeah maybe not uh but we'll, we'll come to them as we as we get to them well like i say it's something that we've really wanted to to get in about for a while now um so we may as well just jump right in uh, we'll go away obviously the questions that people have have asked we'll, we'll do that because we're really delighted to do the interaction um, and really delighted you have got involved um, so Dave yeah. if you want to start us off where uh, you can give us the first one then Lee you could maybe do the second one if you've got the questions and things up we'll have in a second <laughs> perfect well so, whilst you're doing that as well we, Dave can, can get the first one on the go and then we can have a wee discussion Cool, yeah. I wasn't going to do them in the order that I've done them, Lee, so uh, I was thinking you can maybe use a bit of knowledge and uh, bring the best ones to last, keep people hanging on. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about is, and I, I apologise, I haven't got the people who sent these through, because um, I've just copied and pasted it, but you'll be able to know it from yourself. So, since the Prem is being played on the same day and times as the other leagues, can they be put into a cup as well? Maybe do two cups, FA and League Cup. Right. Well, the reason the games have been changed is to put them into the cups that we run. Because prior, before, you know, teams were, Prem was played at different times and we just couldn't include them. There was no way around it. But this season, all games, all leagues will be 8 and 8.30 with cup games at 9. Um, depending on length of the season, which at the minute is roughly going to be about 30 games. Uh, it will depend on whether there's one cup or two. 
That's brilliant. I think That's... I think the reason what this this um, I'm sorry, Rab. I think the reason what this person is trying to say here is the fact that they want to sort of create that. Oh, we've got through to a Premiership team, or you know, like the away game, like hype. You know, that's what I'm taught, sort of taking from that question. You know, they yeah. get through the, the first game and then they get a good draw. You know, maybe they get like a live commentary uh, game, which the VPG might put on for them next season, i.e., like what me and Jake did for the uh, World Esports Tournament final. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that'd be good, mate. <laughs> I think that's what. Uh, Sorry, Craig, on, you go, yeah. on you go, Craig. I can't <laughs> cut you off. I didn't mean it, mate. I was just. That's nah, fine. Um, that would be good. Yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, back when I first started my first season, we were bottom division, I think it was League 3 at the time it was called, and, you know, we were playing teams in a cup, you know, there was, I think there was three divisions in total, you know, it's just when I was a manager, not allowed me in or anything like that, never done 11s before, and we drew a team that was like second in the Prem in the, what was called the Champions League final, you know, we were... You know, a bunch of new boys. Half a season I'd played any, covering the whole back line because we hadn't got the numbers. And then we went on and won, you know, from against the second best team in the, in the top division that league that year. And it was a buzz. And I can understand why people won it. And, you know, last season, the Prem was asked what time they want the games. And they were asked how many games they wanted in a, in a night. But this season we've adjusted it purely based on feedback from last season. You know, teams not enjoying having three games a night, teams not enjoying not being in the cup. You know, mm. lower league, lower tier teams not enjoying the fact that they can't come up against a prem team. Or we played these in a friendly and we beat them two one. So I wish we could have played them in the cup. Yeah. So yeah, those changes have been made to sort of bring that atmosphere. And like you say, live commentary games they're not just based on prem teams. You know, it could be top of the uh, top of the table clash. It could be top versus bottom, whichever game really takes our fancy and whatever yeah, game people want to see. <clears throat> um, so, a, for me, it's a really good idea. Um, yeah. Last season, I'm not even sure if the Prem had a cup last season. I can't remember it if we did. Um, yeah. And it's it's about. A good idea for bringing all the leagues together properly, because the Prem was sort of like out on its own last season. Uh, uh, like, uh, not, not as in, oh, it's the best that was away above everyone else. I mean, as in, we weren't really interacting with the other leagues at all, whereas everybody else was playing each other in cups and that. We weren't doing that. We were just in a league sort of our own, playing against each other, which I, I felt, um, you know, it was all right. But what we're going to be doing now, I mean, that, I'm, I'm delighted to hear that that's uh, been put in place. It's a fantastic uh, idea. Um, and I'm pretty sure that, especially with, is it 96 teams we're on now, Craig? Uh, we were about 93, but we've got teams in place to come in to make it 96, which will be 16 teams per division, six divisions. That's, that's amazing. And that's what I'm saying, Like that it's going to be so good. The, maybe even a new team in the, the lowest division or whatever coming up against a prem team and testing their metal against you know the the, the bigger sort of leagues. That's really good, really good. Yeah. Delighted with that one. Uh, yeah, so do we that, have the second question, Lee or Dave? Are you going to add to that? Sorry, mate. Yeah, well, I'll. That's um, fun, I've, made, I've been trying to find the list. If I'm honest with you, <laughs> mate, don't, worry <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I've got it, bro. Uh, and also, obviously, uh, I just want to say that that question came from TR Esports, 
uh, as well. Um, I've gone to my yeah. Twitter and I can find the question now. So thank you for that. So that New one team. ticked off. Done. Tick. You've got it. You've asked for it. It's done. Perfect. Um, job one. Off, off the thing. Um, second question. Let's open up a few uh, can of worms, eh? Um, <laughs> maximum number of teams for a player in a season. Uh, stop people hopping around clubs like Bugs Bunny. And I will find who said that in, in a minute. Uh, so <laughs> well, what I think the person saying here is obviously roster, roster locks, isn't it? Can we, can we do something before Craig jumps in and, and answers and probably squashes my dreams? Um, can we all first have a say on what we think should be the... the, the yeah, the, the standing on this one, uh, Lee. Uh, you've not really been speaking because you've been getting lost trying to find messages. What What do you think, mate? What do I think about what, mate? Because <laughs> I'm so trying to find. It's a Chris Camara. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you there, Lee? Are you there? Yeah. Um, the The question was: uh, Do you think there should be a limit put on players to stop them from club hopping? Yeah, I've I've um I think I brought up this up with Craig last season if I remember rightly. Um, yeah, I think you know if a player, obviously I was going to mention another question, but I went. So you know, like me, if I was looking for a team in the VPG, I go and join one team. It's all about the trial sessions. If you don't feel it, a trial session, just don't just don't sign for a team. It's as simple as that, you know. And this is what I feel that players are doing they're just signing on a whim for teams going into the first game either they feel it's not for them or the managers haven't looked at them properly it's all about experience isn't it? I think the more experience you get in managing on the VPG and the more times you play in it, it that sort of you know it doesn't work you know we've all seen recently lads are trialling for four five six teams before they sign and make a decision that's the way it should be done so you know I, I think this wouldn't be an issue if people did the research better. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just keep it short and sweet. And I think it's 110% for me uh, that this should be in place. Um, that For it to be done properly in my eyes, and we can sort of snowball what I'm about to say here, aren't it? are quite a lot of questions that are probably going to come up. Um, I think that we should try and have it, knowing that it's a game as close to real as possible, and you don't get players jumping from club to club to club to club. You know, there's maybe, what, two chances of them moving from club to club, and then if you add loan, which we won't be, you know, there's not a lot of chance for them to do that. So I think they should. there should be something in place restricting them from just jumping all over the place. Okay, so I guess that moves on to me for my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree. With it, um, really. Um, I don't think it would be amazingly hard to police. This is another thing we have to think about tonight. So when you listen to the podcast, always think that every single thing that we're saying here, an admin team, which is relatively small for the Xbox, has to actually admin, has to actually police this and, and make sure that no one takes advantage uh, of it and everything like that. And obviously, think in mind, we've got these extra teams coming in, which Craig's already said. But that being said, I think that there should be um, a roster lock to a certain amount, which we haven't discussed an amount yet. But I think there should be um, to a certain point that you should only have a certain people on your, your roster for the start of the season. 
and, and throughout the season, uh, I think it'd be quite easy, easily done. But that's me. So, are we going to get shot down, Craig? What are you saying? Uh, you can't. On the basis of we have to remember premium. People pay the privilege to be able to release themselves. You know, a lot of the people who do club hop are privilege um, are premium members, and that's what they pay for. You know, as much as we can say, oh yeah, we want it like the real life, it, it is a game. It, well, you're breaking up there, Craig. Your contract whenever you want. You got me now? We've got you now, mate. Um, so I understood that yeah, question to sorry. be not a roster lock, but as a roster maximum. That's why I understood that question to be. Was I was I reading that? Oh, way you wrong? were. I think I think what you said was different to what we were talking about. I, I I heard players moving from team to team. Should there be a certain amount of times they can do it in a season? Yeah. Um, and that's what Lee was talking about. That's what I was talking about. And then you went on to talk about roster, oh, which I'm, I'm guessing is another no. one altogether. I I don't I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Because obviously, like no. Craig says, you've got to think about premium. The people are paying for premium, so yeah. if they pay for premium, they've got the privilege to go. Well, I don't, I don't really fancy it five games in, so I'm off. Um, yeah. So no, unfortunately, that I, I no, I don't agree with that. Got, got to remember, go on, carry on, Lee. Yeah, I think the only time Rosselock should come into place is for me during, if not the last two weeks. Uh, minimum the last week of any VPG season is the only time I feel personally is when Ross, Ross Lock should come into place just on the basis that you might have a team who's finished first in the Prem they haven't got playoffs that player in the Prem could quite freely be able to move to a champ team if it was a top scorer in the Prem which is not, not a, a shoddy league you know he's not going to lose you know He's played ability by going into the champ and helping a playoff team get promoted into the Prem. I don't agree with that. I think that's wrong. For me, if if it could be done, that's the only time a roster lock should come into place. Yeah, I do agree with that, to be honest. And, you know, it's something we can try and implement. But going back to the original question, I don't know how much you heard of what I said before. But, you know, like we Dave touched on, premium is a privilege that people pay for. And we do have a transfer window mid-season. Um, people might sign for a team, you know, first day of transfer window, go through training or whatever and then play the games and they might not feel like it's for them. They might fall out with certain players, which does happen, unfortunately. We don't, you know, we want everyone to have a, a good time while playing. But sometimes you, you trial and you don't see half the team and you think, oh yeah, th- these few are a good bunch of lads and then you suddenly, the rest of the team comes online and Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Mm. So, in terms of amount of teams someone can sign for a season, uh, there's nothing going to change about there. Because as much as we could police it, I don't see, you know, if I suddenly say to someone, oh, you can't sign for somebody because you've moved three clubs this season, they're going to go, well, I've got premium, I'll pay for it. Or they're going to go, well, the transfer window's open, they're going to pay for pay my EPV or my release. So... No, that is unfortunately not something that's going to take place. We've, all, we've already got things in place that would that would contradict that, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. going, going but back to my question... Basically, it would be more, I, a, I, more I, a pain in the bump to take it out than it would be to 
just uh, to, sorry to put it in place than than anything else. Yeah. So it's better just keeping it as is. Sorry, yeah. only good if you were going to say something. So I don't know why I don't know where my train of thought went. By the way, <laughs> with, <laughs> with obviously I've got another question on mind. So if you can jump to that question now and just say that I do agree with maximum squad limits, and I'm, that's that's me saying it. So uh, yeah, anyone else want to want to go? Um, like having a lock on the amount of players that you can sign in a season. Yes. So say if you can say right on your roster for the start of the season, you are only allowed well, 18, 18, 20 players, 18, 20 players. You yeah. cannot go over that. Done. Premium players included, everything like that. Done. I agree that it should be in place um, for a few reasons. Um, you you play a living man. So exactly. having 18 players means that you've got more than enough subs there if somebody can't turn up. It means also that you're going to take the time to actually vet your players, find out what days they can play, and make sure you're not just signing any Tom, Dick, or Harry. Uh, no offence to any Tom, Dick, or Harrys that are listening, by the way, just a, a phrase. Um, and like, I just honestly believe that it would be... I don't know. It would just make more teams think twice about just signing absolutely anybody, and you would end up with most teams having pretty solid teams throughout. Uh, I think it would be yeah. very beneficial, personally. Uh, Lee, are you there? Are you sleeping? You're awake? I just woke up, mate. No, I completely agree. I'm working off a, a roster of 18 for next season myself anyway, regardless of roster locks. Um, mm. I'm doing the same number, actually, mate. Yeah. Same. Uh, so when you all say that you're signing everybody, I'm not actually. So stay, I don't be pipe and smoke it. Um, <laughs> no, we don't. We don't say you sign everyone. We say you sign to every single person's DMs. Well, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to sign them. Which actually, in our Discord chat, by the way, today, Lee messaged one of my players saying, "Oh, can you PM me?" Uh, the first <laughs> thing I messaged him back saying was, "Hey, up, mate, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. some people only get a PM. I got a phone call. So. Well, there you well. go. Um, but yeah, I do agree. 18 man or 20 men. Roster locks, I said this last season, they should be implemented without a shadow of a doubt. People will moan. Um, but again, learn from it. It'll be an experience. It'll teach you how to manage your squads properly. It'll teach you to take, like, take more time on signing your players. You know, there's roster locks. There's so many players you can sign in real football. Let's make VPG and the way we play FIFA a lot closer to the to real-life football as you possibly can to give everybody a better experience. Simple. I mean, if you want my point on it, you know, which I'm guessing you do. Um, we do. Definitely. We, do. we definitely yeah. do. We, we want to draw you on, mate, if not. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, you look through majority of the rosters, not new teams because they're still trialling, signing players. You look through the majority of rosters that are out there now from teams that played last season and tell me how many people have more than 20 players. Because there's not many. There are a couple. You know, some people sign a player. They aren't, you know, that player don't turn up. They decide not to play pro clubs anymore, whatever. So somebody has to go get a replacement. Um, and yeah, I've seen one team with, with a ridiculous amount. And that manager actually approached me yesterday or today and said, I've got a load of players on my roster from two seasons ago. Can we sort out getting getting it down because it's costing me wage budget and I was like yep yeah, sure just send me the usernames over I'll check them out and we'll remove them you know if they're 
not active players anymore. You know, if you haven't used them in the last season or whatever, then we'll get rid. Because um, <clears throat> there are people, obviously, you know, we are coming up to May that, that stop playing for, uh, FIFA. So you can see where he comes from on that point. But in terms of a roster lock, I do agree to a point. Um, we had it obviously in World Esports tournament that's just finished. Congratulations, Netherlands, by the way. Um, they went... the Netherlands won it. Netherlands yeah, won it. Two yeah. nil. I, I commented. I mean, they they were the ones. Yeah. I didn't mean sorry, but they were the ones oh. I say so they could be quiet yeah. contenders. Well done, Netherlands. Yeah. Sorry, you know what, they, played, they played really, really well. Cuba played well, but Netherlands just had that final bit of, in the third, the final third. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, go, on, go, go on, Craig. <laughs> so, yeah, what I will say is, I think we do it through the podcast Twitter, if we have a vote, simple yes or no, do you want to see a roster lock of, I'm going to say the number now, 22 players? Because I know that there are certain players out there that don't play Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, we've got a manager in one of the leagues who only plays on a certain day. So, 22, I think, is more than fair. Um, gives people that freedom to possibly, you know, lose a player through lack of wanting to play FIFA. Because obviously, if someone doesn't want to play FIFA, they're not going to sell, you know, sell them to another team. They're not going to go and trial, blah blah blah. So, 22 players, you know, to last you 30 games. And that if you exceed 22, then an admin will remove a random player from your roster, and that's your fault. But put it to a Twitter vote. I'm on the podcast channel. Obviously, I'll retweet it. Um, Do you want to see a roster lock of 22 or not? Simple as that. And the majority vote by the next time of recording your podcast, guys, majority vote will take the decision. Okay, okay. Can I just elaborate on that a tiny bit? Yeah, of course. Go for it. It, just, it just popped into my head. So, mm-hmm. say if a, a manager's got this player uh, and he's just not responding or something like that, if the manager can show you proof, Craig, or any admin and say, look, I've asked him to play four times you know, this, this season already. He's just not got back to me. Can you take him off my roster for me? So I don't hit my limit or anything like that. Is there a certain like sort of screenshot amount that you would say, you know what, that's fair play actually. We'll just take him off. Yeah, obvious ob- obvious evidence would yeah. be, you know, looked at properly by myself, by Stephen Head Admin. Only me and him will make the decisions. Um, you can obviously approach your other admins, you know, your league admin, your league league, assistants. League admins, yeah. They can bring it to me or to Stephen. Um, and, you know, if we feel that player just isn't interested anymore, then sure, we can look at getting them removed, premium or not. Because obviously with a roster luck, you know, you could have five players that unfortunately jump ship elsewhere or stop playing FIFA in general. And obviously at the moment as well, you know, with the current pandemic in the country, a lot more people are playing the game in general. So, you know, who's to say after the current lockdown, of what, um, whenever it finishes in about two weeks, people are allowed to go back to work, <clears throat> and then you know, six weeks' time, people are allowed to go back to work. Then you get you could lose four players, people or, could be a lot busy when they go back to work as well. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I know I will be, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so 
yeah, sufficient evidence. You know, if a player turns around and says, look, I can't play VPG anymore. Um, I work this and this and this, or they just don't respond, <clears throat> then you can release them uh, through an admin. But what I also say is, if a player is just sort of half half interested, then we won't release them because they are sort of saying, yeah, I'll play if you need me or whatever. What that says to me is they don't really want to be in that team, but the next what transfer window, the transfer window yeah, could come yeah. along and they might trial somewhere else, want to sign. So if we do release one of these players as well, then that person will not be allowed to sign for another team for two weeks, eight games. I think that's that's a fair thing because it, it could be a, a way out for some people. So we'll try and avoid that. Yeah, they could just say, oh, no, and just ignore people. So then they get released and then they go yeah. and jump on, jump on ship someone else. Yeah, so uh, don't exactly. try and be a sneaky one. We've got yeah. it covered. Yeah, we're we see all play. Yeah. <coughs> the site tracks all player movement, you know. Yeah, we're so trying to do this for you, so don't don't take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope... I've, I hope... I've had a similar situation recently where I signed a player a month ago, and obviously we've had, just before the World Cup started, World Cup, um, and he literally hasn't been involved on session. Uh, we're using Leah. Yeah. I'm going to have to stop you, because you're speaking from beyond the grave, my friend. Am I? That's, that's probably where I am. Is that better? Woo! Woo! Loud. Coming, coming remove remove the mic from your mouth, my friend. <laughs> there you go. No, no, so yeah, I signed I a player about uh, literally probably a week before the World Tournament. Um, and he hasn't been in a, a first team session. Obviously, they were put on hold whilst we were, were all competing in that. And he dropped me a message a couple of days back saying uh, he doesn't feel the team's for him. I was like, well, how can you make a decision that the team's not for you? when you haven't even been involved in any first team mm-hmm. uh, first team games or training or nothing. It just baffles me, honestly. Yeah. yeah I understand. And he, he says, can you release me? And I was like, no fairness. And this has always been my problem, and everybody will know it. When people have come to me, ask, for, ask them to be released. I don't think I've ever received one transfer fee for any player in the time I've been on VPG. Mm-hmm. But from now on, it's not going to happen. If people come to me, they sign for me. Um, on in this in, the, in this instance, I won't be releasing him. And if a team comes along, they can buy him because you know it's not me. I made the decision. He's made the decision based on nothing. So yeah. I just think that's the way it has to be. You know, it, we have to be harder on <laughs> players. I agree, Lee. So um, thank you, Craig. That's is, is that another tick, guys? I think that's a tick. As a tech, but also yeah. waiting for the Twitter to confirm that tech. So it is, yeah. yeah. So remind me to do that because, yeah, <laughs> to do that. So, yeah. um, by the way, guys, this this podcast is uh, is a bit cut and pasted together. By we normally are a bit more prepared about this, but we want to try and do it off the off the cuff, so we didn't prepare any AI answers for the questions. Uh, so appreciate that, please. So this next question. Now the first bit, I know full well it's a no. The second bit, I hope it's a yes. Be able to actually change your username on the site to match your actual gamer tag that you may have changed it to uh, in that time. Or, and also, that's the first bit of the question. Also, some sort of trophy point system or an achievement part on your profile on the site uh, where you can see the cups you've won or team of the seasons or team of the weeks. Now, I think that's quite good. What everyone else think? 
Um, I, uh, uh, the first bit, I would say that, all fairness, tough finding well changing to your, your current gamer tag, but then if you were able to do that, how could you then monitor people that have possibly been banding to change their gamer tag? Second part, I would say that would be quality to have yeah. that, if possible. If it was a possibility, I don't know. I know that, like speaking to Craig earlier, he was saying that things like that might not be a possibility, but if it was, it would be quality. Yeah, Lee, I mean, go on, Craig. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. I, you know, I think in the latest update that um, Aaron had done on the website, there is uh, something on there for trophies now. I believe, if I'm right in saying, yeah, Craig. There is. Um, so that's one thing that's already there. Um, with regards to the team of the week's team of the seasons, yeah, I do. I agree. I think it, it you know, it'd be a great thing. It's not, 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 not just for players, but for managers as well. If the managers looking at a particular player, they can actually go on and see their actual achievements rather than. Somebody saying I was in team of the year and two seasons ago, you know. Yeah. And you can't go on Twitter and search back two seasons for posts of possible team of the years and all this. Start so scrolling yeah, through yeah. ten thousand photos trying to find this exactly, team. Exactly, mate. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I do. I, I think that'd be a fantastic idea. <clears throat> okay, first first part of your question: usernames. I spoke to our developer today. It's just not a possibility. Um. The problem we have with it is you could change your username to happen to be somebody else's username and then it would just basically stop both accounts it would stop the one that's just changed it and it would stop the original one because the same username would be trying to log into two accounts so it's just not a problem we want you know yeah don't want somebody saying oh so and so should uh, i'm trying to put him in my my lineup but he's not showing up anymore he can't log in he can't do stats well yeah because you changed your username to something somebody else has and what we have to remember is it's not just xbox you know some people say oh nobody else is going to have that one you got to remember the vpg is international there are many people out there with some very strange usernames but somebody somewhere might think of the same one so all i say is usernames uh, and no, make sure if you change your gamer tag to go into your settings of your profile and put your new gamer tag in there. Because next season, team of the weeks, team of the seasons will be done based off your gamer tag. Because I know a lot of people did mention that's not my name anymore. My name is so and so. Well, actually, no, we've gone by username. And if somebody you know hasn't got a gamer tag in their profile, they will not be included in team of the week or team of the season. It's as simple as that. Ooh, no, that's a big one right there, boys. It is because we have said since this new site came out, like this new version of VPG, we have said from day one, put your gamer tags in. It's a rule. It's actually in the rule book. It's one of the first things you'll read if you go and look at the the rules. And you know, it's it's a hard thing to police because if I have to go into every person's username and see if they've got a gamer tag attached, and then. I've got to try and find that person. Yeah, I've got your manager, but then I've got to contact your manager to go contact you. To go. It's just too long. So if you haven't got it, your punishment will be, you could do all the stats in the world, but if you haven't got your gamer tag in there, you don't get team of the season or team of the week. It's that simple. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, second... for me, I, I love that, Greg. I mean, uh, for... 
I know Rab. Uh, I know on the weekend we would joke about Rab not doing his stats, uh, yeah. and he, he would have got like the best CDM or something like that. But Rab, yeah. I'd have I definitely made two minutes season. But you would you would have been doing your stats, mate, if you knew you were going to get a little trophy thing on your profile. I would have. I would have exactly. Enough, exactly. There you go. <laughs> I wanted that trophy. I wouldn't team of the season. <laughs> In terms of exactly. going, going to the t- the uh, trophy cabinet on site, there is a trophy cabinet on site. Not that many people know about it because no, we don't use it because <clears throat> not at the minute because of the small admin team. You know, I've got twelve admins. Dave's dedicated to the podcast; he hasn't got time for it. Lee doesn't do anything. It's useless. Um, yeah, sit have us. sort yourself out. Obviously, I'm not useless at all. Can't even can't even get good signal in his house for that. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, Craig, he's winning five teams, mate, so you've got to get a bit of slack here. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, but, no, Lee, in all fairness, Lee does his bit. But ev- that's the thing. Everyone does their bit. But the size of the admin team, it is a struggle to get that done. Mm. You know, um, you think 11 people a week make team of the week. And I know there's another question about that later. But then that might not sound like a lot. But then, you know, it takes... I, I was talking to you guys earlier before we recorded. I've dealt with, since 7, 8 o'clock this morning, over 60 different conversations on Facebook today whilst, you know, doing my own life. <laughs> so, you think That's about that. It's not putting on stop, huh? I, I, on literally, stop, I, you know, and these aren't just one reply and that conversation is done. Some of them are... 15, 20-minute conversations, back and forth, you know, setting up a team, like a new manager, or helping um, a player out, you know, with certain situations you might be in. And it sometimes you're waiting on replies from other people to sort one situation out. So, you know, if I could find the right admin with the right amount of time to do it, sure, it will come in place. But what I suggest to people now is... We do the team of the week, we do the graphics, we do the team of season, we do the graphics. They all go on Twitter. If you get into one of those, I would suggest you save it. And then if somebody says, if you decide you're going to leave your club and you're going to a new one and you advertise yourself, oh, I won Golden Ball in the weekend league um, and I won this, that and the other. And they go, did you? And you can go, bang, there's my pictures, there's the proof. And it is something that I will look to update and on the site with the right person doing it, making sure it's done properly. But also, you've got to remember it's... Obviously, we're in the current pandemic now. A lot of people aren't at work. But six weeks' time, that could all change. 12 weeks' time. And certain admin, like Dave, I know you haven't got work for a little bit. You know, you, I could ask you to go and do it. But then... Two weeks' time, you could be back in work, and you're going to be like, Craig, I can't get, keep up with this. No, no, so, I agree, and I think that's what... I mean, we are guys... We're, we're, we're not crying out for admins. We're crying out for the right people, uh, yeah. in, in, in my opinion. In my, it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to be an admin. Honestly, guys, it really is. I, I started slow. Uh, I was a manager and a player, then a manager, and I became an, an admin. Uh, and I've devoted myself to do the podcast, which is not a full-time gig, but it's, it's a lot to get done. And these guys, obviously, Rab and Lee, we're here every single Monday night normally doing it. 
Now, just going back, Craig. By the way, before we, before I forget, if we're going to do that with the with the pictures and save them, let's make sure that we talk to the graphics guy and he puts on the top uh, week four season whatever it may be. So yeah. if people are saving them, then we can then we wait it back when they get back. So that's what yeah. I was thinking just then. No, of course, no problem. <clears throat> I mean, I generally have a back catalogue of pictures. But that's not to say every time you want to trial for somebody new, I'm going to send you the picture. You know, I have a lot to deal with. In all honesty, I probably will. But please don't clog up my inbox asking for a picture. I'll send you a picture, mate. Oh, yeah, you would. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. I actually knew someone that was coming. Someone had to do it. Someone had to yeah. suppose someone else didn't do it. <laughs> knew it. Knew it. Uh, right, so next question. Okay, let's we're fine. Let's well, get on to some serious questions here. All right, here we go. Let's have it then. Are you ready for this, Craig? Let's yeah, do it. Um, position lock. Oh, dot, oh, dot, it is. Dot. It's all uh, happening now, folks. It's all happening now. <laughs> I'll, I'll get through the question. Uh, you have to actually play the right build in the right position that you play instead of being put uh, of being, of putting restrictions on tall builds, reverse and put a minimum restriction height. Blah, 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 blah. We all know what this person is trying to say. Position lock. Let's get into it. You want your opinions Brab. first or start, straight into mine? Brab. Go oh, for it. <laughs> we need to hear from me, Craig, mate. We need to hear yeah, from go me. Go for it. Right. So now, I was speaking to some people, right? That's the thing, is I don't just go on my opinion. And my opinion is the be all and end all is if you're a right back, you're a right back, you're a centre back, you're a centre back. So on and so forth. Now, the argument that you will have, what do you do when you're meant to be playing in central midfield? Well, my friend, you can either do one of a few things. Uh, I would say the best thing to do would be either to try and make a hybrid cam or a hybrid CDM, right? Now, we all know that they're not full with pace and then the tackling and things will be different. But one of the guys in my team made, a, actually it was two of them, made a really good suggestion and it was, if you can get a... Uh, right, if you're playing ultimate team and you play a player that's a striker and you put him right wing and it drops his, uh, you know, his, what's it called? Chemistry. I think that we should take that kind of into our game a wee bit. You're not allowed to just fire a, a right forward and put him in centre midfield because it would drop his chemistry to four. You want to have a player that's at least going to have, say, a seven chem. Do you know what I mean? That's what I think. I think you should. everybody should play their position. Um, the main reason for this is because too many people want to pace abuse, try and sort of get that whole one-upsmanship on other people. And in retrospect to that, you then have a, a half a team full of right-back or left-backs and half a team full of right-forwards. So why not... In my eyes, if you're playing the game properly and you're playing CDM and CDM is your position and you're using a CDM and, oh, my God, he's slow. If you're playing his position properly, you'll always have your eyes on the player you're marking. If he gets past you, you're not playing your position properly because you've no marked him. That is just my opinion. I, I could go on for ages, but I'm going to let other people have theirs. So <coughs> somebody else feel free to jump in. Oi. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I've been speaking to the same people as Rab has possibly been speaking to about the subject today, um, who made some very strong points. Um, 
I've at the start when I heard it was happening on another league. Uh, obviously, in the Discord, there was a lot of chatting about it or not. Um, some people loved it, some people didn't. What you'll tend to find is, for me, it's more of a generational thing. So the older head wants more than. Yeah, we're losing you, Lee. We're losing where, you. Where, Lee. where are you doing this show, Philly? I mean, are you actually, like, abroad or something? Exactly. Exactly. As I always do the podcast. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Signal's bad, mate. Is that better? Signal's terrible. <laughs> keep speaking. Okay. You've just... Keep speaking. See if it's... Hello. Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a generational thing you were saying. I've got sort of... Yeah, so I think the position lock thing is a um, generational thing. So the heads on FIFA want position locks. Um, I think obviously they've got, they've got more experience on the game. Um, so yeah, you know, they, it wouldn't really affect the way they, they tend to play. Whereas the younger people, um, and this is just from people who've been in uh, our team Discord, are all against it. For me, it wouldn't bother me if it was a posi- if there was position locked or there weren't. Um, overall gameplay, I agree. I think they should be there. Personally, it wouldn't bother me either way. But for everybody else, in the way it pans out in an 11s game, it should be there definitely. Yeah, um, I'll just echo that. Really, uh, I think gameplay wise, it should be there. I think if like what Rab says, if you play CDM, you should play CDM. I made two builds, um, one a left wing back, um, as you know, two point CDM or I point CDM, and a CDM. The only thing I lost was a, a bit of pace, uh, and that's the only thing I lost. I actually gained on other stats as well. Now, I think it would be a, a great idea to do, I fear, I know what Cray's going to say, uh, and it's more of the case of how do we actually police it? How can we tell the people are doing it? Bar getting everyone to send us pictures of, of where they played, you know, on, on the stats because it tells you where, what um, position they were, they were playing as. Um, but again, that comes down to having the admins, to having the people to do it, to troll through all these videos from every single game that night, which is, you know, 40, 50 games. Yeah, it, it, I mean... I, I, it might not be is feasible. It possible, I'd like it. Is it possible for a picture to be taken at half time that shows the position that you play? Or does it just say right back, centre back? And I'm I'm pretty sure it tells you what uh, it does, it tells you what build you're using. So all it would take is for somebody to take a picture and put it in their chat. And that's it. That's their team. And it has to be at half time. Because if they do it at the start of the game, then they could change before the game actually starts. But if they do it at half time, you know exactly what they're playing. <sighs> Are you ready to be disappointed? Go on, Greg. Oh, always, man. Always. <laughs> Go for that. The problem <laughs> with it... The, <laughs> the problem with it is the easiest way to police it would be through stat submission. Because on your stat submission uh, picture, it will say what position you were playing. But then your manager would have said... like For instance, if you've got a right-back build on and you're playing centre-back, your manager would have obviously put in centre-back so you can get you know, towards the leaderboards and whatever. Yeah. Problem yeah. is, not everybody does stats. They are voluntary. So you could penalise, say, five people from a team because one's playing a left forward at camp, one's playing right back at centre-back, blah, blah. 
But it's the players that aren't submitting that could be doing it also, but because they don't like worry about stats, you know, they might not be a full-time player, they're just not interested in getting team of the week. Those are the players that would benefit by having the out-of-position like build. And there are other ways around it. Obviously, you could get your manager to, to do a stat clip like that we used to do when managers used to do stats on their own. But then, again, it is more admin work. And it's not saying the admins are lazy. It's not saying that they haven't got time to do it. But I know full well that it will just cause so many arguments. What about, what about this thing, Craig? What about this? Go on. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's um, the, the, the stats will get made to be no longer your decision. You have to put stats in or you'll end up getting bans if you don't. No, because at the end of the day, it is a game. Some people jump on to play FIFA for fun. I know a lot of people, you know, especially you and Lee, are in the Prem. It's money on the line. It's, you know, it's a competitive aspect of it that you enjoy. But, you know, I've got some... I set up a lad yesterday. And he's like, yeah, I want a league that me and my mates can play until we get some decent games. And I, was, I went through everything with him. And he's like, oh, do they have to do stats? Because some of them won't want to, you know, people go, you have the night workers as well. People work nights, they play FIFA, then they go to work. They haven't got time to do stats. And yeah, they could do it the next day. And but sometimes it gets forgotten. And the whole reason the new system came into place is to make it a voluntary thing. So we can't start issuing bans or strikes or whatever to people not putting their stats in. That's their choice. Okay, so so just on the flip side of that, can't it be... There's got to be a way around that. I'm playing Rabin again. He's got a right-back who is clearly... Oh, sorry, centre-back. He's clearly not playing centre-back. At the end yeah. of that game, I have I can go into his team list. If it is that then I see a player not using the correct build for his correct position, I can just flag that up, take a screenshot. There's not going to be many if people... I'll go to stick to it. I can take that screenshot, simple, send it into somewhere where they get reviewed, um, say, on, on a weekly basis. Um, if it is like it's the same people doing it on a regular basis, then obviously a conversation has to happen. But instead of it being down to that team's manager, it should be down to the opposing team's manager of who they're playing on that game tonight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get that. I get that point. I get that aspect of it. And but again, you know, we know how bad this FIFA can be at times. I've yeah. seen people who were playing centre back, and then they've moved to left back. I've seen it in my own training sessions. The team I play for midweek, and obviously the team I run on weekends. People are playing. Let's say I played striker. Then we went into the lobby, changed to centre back build or right back build or whatever went and played another position. In the game, it was showing I was still a striker and I know full well and I went out afterwards and I hadn't got that build on. So somebody before your game could have been messing about, you know, only five of a man, oh, I'm going to play up front. Then when it came to game time, it came, yeah, could play his position and it would still show his striker build or it still show his whatever build he was the game before. It's not very often it happens, but it can happen. Yeah, then you got the you get the argument of oh well no I was I was playing my right build I was playing this build I was playing and it, it 
other than the headache it could cause, we have, like I've said already, we have to remember it is a game. Some people just play the game for fun. They want to win or they want to use a certain build for the game that they purchased. So that's their right, you know. I bought FIFA 20. I play, when I do play CDM, same as Dave, we use a wing-back build or we use a right-back build or whatever. It's because I paid for a game that I bought and I want to play a competitive game or, you know, fairly competitive game, so I'll play VPG. So, but could you not just have it in one league, say the family? Like, say it is a competitive family, people are playing for money. So, would it not make sense just to do it in a league where people are competing for a prize? Based on like, you say, there's not many teams in the Prem who have paid to be in the Prem. So, mm-hmm. could it the, last time, the last time we had any restriction in the Prem, it was constant bombardment of people complaining. Yeah. And, you know, some of it, again, is not manageable. Some of it can be game glitches, visual glitch, as uh, EA likes to call it, when they do an update and they don't fix anything. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's all fine saying, oh, yeah, that would be brilliant. But in actual fact, it might not be. You know, a player I play with, the only place in teams I play for, he plays as a bit of a laugh. He likes to win, but... You know, he's got an 85-rated pro. And in VPG, most cams are 88, 89, 90. He plays CDM. If he was to play with an 85 or an 86-rated pro against a 90-rated cam, it'd get done regardless. And that's not through ability. That's through the fact that he can't get on the game that much to play pro clubs to rank his pro up. So, well, that's fair enough, mate. But I think what Lee's saying, I think what Lee's saying should be implemented and at least tried out. I can't. Oh, hello. They they have build locks on heights and actual builds. I I don't think it would be an issue. Well, going into build locks, build locks is a totally different story. Last time when we had it in the prem, which was two seasons ago now, start of the at uh, the end of FIFA nineteen. Everybody was saying, oh, he looks bigger than six foot. If it was a fullback, I think fullback was locked to six foot at the time. He looks six foot one. And a player's custom hairstyle can make them look taller. There's no real way of proving it. So, yeah, but you can tell if somebody's you can tell if somebody's five foot three, mate, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. no taller. Taller's a bit different. Yeah. You, you won't actually find a lot of people playing this FIFA that, that have tall builds unless they're a, a six foot four right back at centre back. And that's yeah. the God's honest truth. Because I can tell you right now, if you told somebody to use a centre back build at centre back, that they would drop everyone would be about six foot six foot one. Because yeah. they would think that they needed the pace. You know mm-hmm. why they think they would need the pace? Because they don't know how to play the position properly. I mean, again, that's your opinion. Um people play the game in different ways. Like, I play, when I play striker, which is the majority of the time now, I play five foot three, ninety nine pounds to get the pace. And that's not because I can't play bigger, because people have seen me play bigger and I can. It's the fact that that's the way I want to play the game. And it is a game. And, you know, some people, like Dave plays, is it five foot three, ninety nine, right back at DM? Something like well, that. Mate. 
I have been eating my Weetabix recently, and I've now gone to five foot seven. But oh. yes, for um, a long time I did play five foot go. three. But I, yeah. I just got, I got very annoyed and not winning the headers. Yeah, and again, but you played that size because that's what you wanted to do, and that's how you felt you could benefit your team. I've played with yeah. you, and I know you're a good DM. Yeah, well, fact, but you know, yeah, yeah. You, you could, you could argue the same. You know, take it away from pro clubs. Kante in the ultimate team, eighty-nine rated, five foot six probably, weighs nothing. One of the top five DMs on the game, probably standard gold card, if not, you know, higher. <clears throat> so, the argument of oh, a CDM needs to be slow, or he needs to play his position or whatever. You know, it's like my ultimate team. I've got Hyung Min Son in my team. He's a central attacking midfielder. I change my formation and he plays right wing most of the time. So it's a it's a, an argument that we could have to the end of end of time. But my opinion on it is people come to VPG, they play FIFA, a game they've purchased, and they want to play how they want to play. People buy FIFA to play the game how they want to play. If they want to play competitive and the what should be known as the best competitive league that there is, right? they should be willing to listen to the rules that get put in place by this. That's the whole point of this conversation. Yeah. Well, the last time we had rules like this, like you're trying to suggest here, like what's been asked on Twitter, we lost a ballpark figure of five to six teams. And that was only trial. Those rules were only in one league of what was then 14. So to me, that showed that, some people could play it, some people couldn't. Fair enough. But, you know, especially at Please. this stage, especially at this stage of the game, you know, somebody might have been playing five foot three, well, five foot ten right back build at centre back or whatever, and they have learnt that pro build. And then you all suddenly turn around and go, well, actually, no, you've got to be a centre back build that's six foot to six foot four. And they're just going to be like, well, no, I don't want to play like that. And I understand your argument of, oh, you're competitive, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But that's a totally new way of playing for them. And they might not adjust to it. They might not like it. And then the game becomes no fun and they leave. Hopefully fix it for FIFA 21 and it's a completely different game. Which, yeah. you know, fingers crossed. Like last year, FIFA, what were we on? FIFA 19, I played... Uh, can build as a cam, um, yeah. five ten one four nine. You know, fantastic. Had uh, all yeah. the tributes are needed to, to play the position. To yeah, this, okay I mean, this year people just say positions are broken in terms yeah. of what stats. What stats get given to what positions? You know, it, it's just yeah, I, I the way the game is. Broken. I've done it yeah. myself, mate. I've done yeah. it myself. Just to, just to say, look, you can do this. You can do that. But I've also realise that see when I'm doing that when I'm using these pace abused positions that I'm if I was to look at my positional sense after a game I would have been out of position so many more times than if I was using the proper build because yeah. you have to start playing the, the game properly you have to start playing the game of football properly and not just using pace to get yourself out of trouble because you've no been, you, you've just been running a bit like a headless chicken you've been running up the pitches of CDM trying to possibly get a goal no mate sorry you're a CDM you're there for recycling purposes or long-distance shots into the top corner you'll remember for the rest of your life. 
But that's that's it. Yeah. That's that's no. it. To be fair, mate, and that's why I want it in place because, it, like, it'll make it so much more competitive. Now that's all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about yeah. what can make this league even better. You put this in place and every single game is going to be super competitive because there's no going to be... People are just going to be concentrating that so much more because they've not got pace to get them out of trouble. They're having mm-hmm. to use their brain and play the game properly. But I mean, to... Sorry, what I was going to yeah. say is... Um, sorry. You say pace gets people out of trouble. I've seen it get people in trouble a lot of times as well. You know, I've seen centre midfielders with right midfield done, for instance, you know, playing a 4 one 2 narrow. So you've got no, you know, centre midfield. People go to the right midfield, which has got the pace. But then I see them going to pressure someone and they end up running past them because they've gone too quick. You know, and yeah. a player just turns them. Whereas if they had the slower build on, say, a CDM build, they'd have gone to that player and they'd have been able to jockey a lot better. So... It can put people in just as much trouble, I think, personally, from my gaming experience, as the trouble it could get people out of. I okay, think, I think it would be willing. It'd be, it'd be a, a good thing to try and see if it works again. You know, it's trial and error. Just because it didn't work once doesn't mean it won't work again. Um, yeah. Dave, I, you I think, think so? But yeah. I think we're going to, have to probably call a time on on this one conversation because I, I feel this conversation could just go on and on and on. And I get yeah. it. I'm I'm kind of on both sides of it, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, I mean, just just to just to conclude it a tiny bit. I agree. I agree with Rav about making competitive, and I agree with Craig um, to obviously try and bring new people into the site. Let's not let's not take that skill bar so high that they can't actually enter the BPG, which is what yeah. we want. We want more people in it. If you if you were to go full hog and go play a lock, yeah, fair enough, do, and do this extreme elite, elitist view on it, which I guess that's the, what, we're, what we're going for here, mm-hmm. we may lose the casual players, which yeah. then may take off half the player base, which then is why the point in doing it in the first place, because we won't have all these leagues. Yeah, so I mean, I get, I get both sides, honestly, I really do. Going back to, you know, when we last did it, I was a premiership manager then. I, that was the last season I managed Port Vale before handing it to Lee. And I remember losing four players right at the start because I said, okay, height restrictions have been put in place and this, that and the other position locks. And they went, well, I don't want to play like that. You know, I had a lad who used to play six foot six centre back. And, you know, some people say, oh, he's big and slow. But then that was restricted to six foot two or six foot four. I think it was six to two. And he was like, well, I can't play like that. That's not how I play. I play as a big centre-back. And you used to watch him get done sometimes with pace, but his positional sense would sort that out. But then sometimes it wouldn't. You know, every position in every build has its pros and cons. Yeah. You know, I basically think that I don't think you're disagreeing with Craig. I think you're basically saying I kind of agree with it in a sense, but mm-hmm. it's not going to work for the whole bigger picture of the VPG. No, I mean I, I did basically. some I did some quick maths earlier. Uh, you probably saw in our, our chat. Um, you know, ninety six teams. That's over a thousand players. Simple as that. And we've got to think about not just the few that right on Twitter that are socially active all the time saying, oh, you should bring this in. 
you know, how many people interacted with the tweet? Say twenty. So yeah. you still got you still probably got about a thousand people out there that have an opinion or you know may have an opinion on it, but they don't speak up. So that's why I'm saying make it the prem then. Make it the league that you have to pay money to get into. Make it the 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 most competitive by having that in place as a stipulation. I can't yeah. see a lot of prem teams moaning about it. If I'm being honest, but I've watched oh. them play. I, I can see a lot of them moan about it. To be honest, oh, you know, looking at the people that are in there, looking at the way they play, I, I can't see it being favourable at all. Um, and again, you know, you might have, you know, say you're you're a prem manager, obviously, Leeds a prem manager. You two might be like, yeah, brilliant. Let's do position locks. Then you go to your team chats tomorrow. Say, all right, lads, this is your position. Say, you know, Rab, you're playing DM. Rab, you've got to play DM at six foot, no bigger. You can't be any heavier than 160 pounds and you have to use a CDM build. Now, the way you've put yourself across today, you said you'd be like, yeah, cool. But somebody who plays like Dave, for instance, you know, five foot seven, right wing back build, whatever. He might be like, well, hang on, that's not how I play my game. That's not, you know, people play positions in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine me putting my player as my actual person, six foot two and 17 stone? I get, I get that, right? That's the thing is, I get that. But the, the argument that I'm putting across as for it, um, yeah. is I understand that everybody has a different way of playing stuff. Everybody has a different style of playing football in real life as well. That's mm-hmm. absolutely fine. But you mostly find, and you mentioned Canty there, right? Yeah. Who's, in my eyes, probably the best CDM in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is pacey, but he doesn't yeah. use his pace to get him out of trouble. He doesn't. Use, he reads the game like a boss, and he's never yeah. really out of position. The only time you'll see him using his pace is now and again when he break, makes a bust forward to possibly try to get on the edge of the box for a shot or something <laughs> like that. But then, he reads the game like a boss. That's all I'm wanting is for people yeah. to play, read the game properly, play the game properly, and not just want to punt and run. Yeah. I mean, you could argue Kante. I mean, I've watched professional football, obviously, as well. You know, say Azpilicueta playing right-back has run up, run up the pitch. Kante's sitting back, and he's got to make it across to the right-back area. Without his pace, he doesn't get there. Say he's Scott McTominay. And he, he isn't getting there anywhere near as quick. So, but but Tomine would have, or another a bigger DM like Matic, who's an older, he would have gradually got himself to cover that position. You know, which you know, there's arguments for pros and cons, height and weight and whatever. So, like Dave wanted to do about half an hour ago, let's move on from this bit, uh, this question because we are we could argue back and forth about it, but. Yeah, As it I don't. I don't particularly think we're going to get to a conclusion on it. I think maybe the, what I'll I mean, do if, I could, if to... I could offer. Yeah, I'm going to say this. If I could offer any kind of solution, let's put it in the prem chat like, yep, and, and say. just say right, who would want to do this? Put it to all your teams. Come back to us in three days, and we'll and we'll give you and we'll give you a vote or we'll give you a consensus again, yes or no. And yep. I think that's the only thing. Sounds like a plan. And I think, yeah. to me, it, to, to be the medium, if I have to be, I think that's the best way we can do it. Um, because if not, this podcast is going to be nearly, nearly two hours long as it is. Uh, <laughs> which is fantastic, but um, <laughs> enough people will do it. Uh, yeah. I'm happy to put it to the managers, but, you know, 
if it means losing users, it won't happen. It's as simple as that. Yeah, but let's put it to the managers though. You know, because yeah. you could turn around and this crop of this crop of prem teams could go, yeah, we'll be the guinea pig. Let's go for it. We really, really like the idea. We're on board. And then, wait, hey, we, we've got, you know, you've got you've got the angle there. And then the yeah. casual players can, can not do it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Move, moving on. Um, God, I knew that was going to be a big one. I've got a headache. <laughs> Um, right, I'll, I'll answer this one. Uh, EPV can go. No, it can't. It's staying. End of. I don't know who, you know, <laughs> fine. I'm sorry whoever put that in. I appreciate it. You might not like it, but it's a viable resource for the BPG users to release players for a lesser value. It's staying. Done. See you later. Um, yep. Keeps the transfer, transfer market fair. Exactly that. Uh, Team of the week, team of the season needs to be done with player gamer tag. We've covered that, Craig. You that that's going to be a thing. Uh, you yeah, said well, that already. Well uh, <laughs> needs to have subs bench. Uh, also needs to be player card, in my opinion. Also should be two strikers and not one. So I think all this person was getting at is keep it a, a, a formula, a, sorry, a stable formation, uh, i.e., like a four-four. Yeah. You know, <laughs> It's been four three three all season long, last season. Maybe four one two and two the first week, but I I went for four three three um, based on what teams were playing. A lot of teams play four two three one. Some teams play four three two one. It to be honest, like not not to be sounding funny. I found a lot of teams play three five two. I thought that's what you were going to say, mate. A lot of teams uh, play three five two. Three, a lot of teams do play three five two as well. Yeah. Um, but what, like not to be funny and not to sort of disrespect whoever put that question in. It sounds like someone getting second in the uh, striker leaderboards. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, I agree with the sub bench though. I think that could be a thing because yeah. that would be. I easy agree with that as well. That yeah, I done. mean, what we also do do is we look at stats. Do-do. Do-do. <laughs> do-do. I knew what? Dave what? was going to do that because I've done it the very first time he said that. It's like yeah. do-do. I do do all the time. <laughs> but what, what we do is we look at the stats, we look at the points that people achieve, and let's just say two people, you know, top two strikers get 100 points and 90 points. And then the two wingers get, say one gets 90 points and then the other one gets like 30 points. We normally would include the second striker rather than the winger because it's clear that he's had a better week <clears throat> across the stats so it, it basically comes down to put your stats in and you may or may not get in but from it generally will probably stay as a 4-3-3 depending on what formation people start playing I'll look at it through pre-season and maybe change the formation from there can I can I add something as well to that question um, mm-hmm. maybe because obviously we've got really good graphics guys uh, on board now could yep. we add uh, a manager of the week as well? So that would be, would be easy done because you could just go through the, the people, the teams that have got on the team of the season and add that little icon at the top there, i.e. do in all my team. I mean, it's definitely something we can look at, but, you know, let's just say your gravity manager, Dave, your team wins every game of the season. And I don't give you team of the week manager every season. You're going to be like, hang on, Why? More teams beating everybody 5 0. Yeah, it's just, a, there's no way of judging 
an actual manager, in my opinion. Like, I've been in teams. Sorry, I think Lee's uh, choking on something. Can't hear him. No, I think he's just went to Uzbekistan to do this recording. Um, <laughs> what about a monthly manager of the month? Yeah, I mean, it's something we can definitely look at or manager of the season. I, I, I was going to say that either manager of the month, but I think manager of the year. I mean, that's that's got to be the better one. Like, manager of the season, sorry. Like, surely you would rather that. I mean, you win out, just so you win, like, two, three manager of the months. You're going to be like, yes, I'm doing really well. And then somebody who's absolutely runs the league wins manager of the year. And then you'd be like, oh, fuck. Fudge nuggets. I mean, you would want that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's something we can look at, but, you know, it's, it's hard to judge, like I said. Um, it's, yeah, you know, I could give it to somebody who, I know there's some teams out there that have got a manager for the basis of he's happy to be in a Facebook chat. And in, in actual fact, he didn't do really much management. He put the team sheet in, but, the, you know, his co-manager might sort out who's getting online, who's doing this and that and the other. And, you know, I could, you know, say, Dave's the manager and I'm his co-manager. Dave's sitting on the podcast all night long whilst I'm actually sorting his team out. Dave gets the credit and I'm like, well, hang on, I did that. Mate, you're the co-manager, so, you can shut up, I'm the manager. Stuff you, I'm being on that board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but it's, you know, and some teams are just good, you know, and the manager doesn't need to do anything. He knows his team's going to turn up. He might have to find one or two here or there, but he didn't actually do anything. He just, says, right, there's a team sheet, there we go, let's go win. And they win. I don't so, agree with that. It's not just done nothing, though. He's the one that's put that team together and it's took him time to get it to a stage where it's actually winning every week, mate. That yeah. is doing something. Yeah, yeah obviously, it's probably at a point where he's now not having to do much, but yeah. he had to do the work in the first place, so he deserves the credit. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, like I say, it's something we can definitely look at, but... It's like when the manager puts the players out on the pitch. You know, in Nashville football, you know, mm-hmm. the manager gets sacked for it because it's his neck on the line. It's the, pit, yeah. the people on the pitch that are doing the job. You know, yeah. but he's the one that gets sacked for it. So he, he's the one that should get the um, the little badge in the corner on the team of the month or whatever. It yeah, is. I mean, I mean, going back to last season, what ring, what, what sort of strikes me is um, one of the co-hosts, Jake. He he start, took over a team few weeks into the season or a week or so into the season they were bottom of the table and he got them promoted you know mm. that that sort of performance but then I could say oh he's manager of the season but then the team that won the league who was there all season long he could say well hang on I've been here all season why haven't I got it because I've won the league so you know yeah no but can... you would you would then be making the right choice by saying Jake because he's worked I know what I've said, it, it almost counter, uh, contradicts what I've said, but not in much in the fact that Jakes came in, he's took that team from bottom of the league and he's, he's got them promoted through the champion for, for the playoffs or whatever. That's, yeah. That is harder work than, I know the manager's probably got the team together, it's been a few seasons and he's managed to get them up and win the league. I think it's a tough one, I get where you're coming from, but I think yeah. that in that, Retrospect in that one that, that, that you would be right in saying Jake would deserve it for yeah. what he managed to achieve. Do yeah. you know what are, I mean? Are we it's, almost are we almost sliding towards um, a player's vote or a manager's vote or I don't, a team I, league vote? 
on that. Per- personally, I don't like votes because they become popularity contests. Uh, it's popularity that, contests. Yeah, that, it that, does. That, yeah. That's People why are both their friends, aren't they? That's why on the leaderboards, there's the golden ball, which, okay, stepping away from the management award, the golden ball is the person who achieves the most points through whatever they've done the season. You know, I can refer to um, Goodfellow, who plays for me in Integra. He got golden ball. He got uh, golden boot. He got top striker. And people say, oh, goals count for everything. No, they don't, because the person that was second or third was a centre-back. The per- you know, so it's not, it is based purely on points you achieve by what you do in games. And that was, that was implemented to take away the vote purely because they became popularity contests. That's all it was. Well, the man, the man that won golden, golden ball, a Ballon d'Or, I believe, but and the Prem, Jake, uh, Jake yeah. Gigas, he's uh, CDM. Exactly. So it's no strikers that do everything, you know yeah. what I mean? He's No, exactly. So, so but no, um, I can't remember the original question. Uh, it was but just yeah, a manager, 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 possible manager. It was manager. Like I said, it's something we can definitely look at, but... It, again, it be, it will be. I, I'll think if we want to implement it, it'll leave it down to the admin of that league, because he will know those people more than others. Like he'll know them, you know. Like for instance, Jacob League Two North and South ad, main admin. He will know his managers more than I do. So I can't just go. Oh, actually, yeah, he, him there. He he come third in the league. He won playoffs. But then Jacob could go, well, actually, he doesn't even play every game. So let's not include him. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do manager of the season, if I remember in how many weeks' time it is. And I'm sure Dave will remind me or Rob will. I'm and, making uh, notes, mate, don't you worry. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll do that. And the league admins will decide. Well, guys, um, believe it or not, after... Uh, quite a long time on the podcast and it's now approaching nearly 10 to 12 at night for us uh, we have got through all the questions um, any any last thoughts guys Rob um, I mean I could I could go into height restrictions but we'll just leave that because that could that could end up another two hours yeah uh, I mean there was there was a question on height restrictions but I think in the p- position lock uh, question well saga as I'm going to call it I think Craig kind of covered that uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't I, go too. I, I wouldn't go too much in depth into the detail. Of it. I think that you know, possibly making it the smallest you can make your player is say five foot five, for instance. And I know it's only a couple of inches, but you ask any woman in the world, a couple of inches makes a difference. Makes a difference, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist that. Again, um, like, if you if you want to go into it quickly, height restrictions won't happen. They oh. cause too many arguments. And, I know. Uh, be too, to be fair, what you said is yeah. right. It'd be too difficult to monitor. It would. Yeah, and and um, the, the the typical FIFA visual glitch. You know, all it takes is to, like. Personally, I've got a five foot three striker build, and I've got a five foot seven winger build. I could have been playing my winger, and then I turn to striker when I go to. Say I played winger the first game, then we change formation second game, and I go into my striker build. It'll, it'll still possibly show my winger build. No, I use my people. build glitch all the time, to be fair. So yeah. <laughs> I get what you mean. I'm number one person for using it. I tell everyone to use it. So, nah, mm. I get that. Right. Nah, nah to be fair, we've covered a lot. We've, 
Craig's been amazing. Thanks very much, Craig. You've proper got in yeah. depth. You've not just mucked about with me. You've got proper in depth with the questions. You've really been amazing, as always, mate. Very, very knowledgeable. Um, there is one thing I want to add that wasn't. There wasn't. There was one thing I want to add that uh, wasn't asked via your Twitter, but it was actually sent to me via Facebook. Um, yeah. Formations. Ah, no, yes. Ah, yeah. I don't you think know what? there should be I... restrictions on formations. I think that you should be able to play whatever formation you want. If you go and check the rules, there are no restrictions on formations as of now. Yes, that's the difference. Because a lot of people, oh, but what about these teams that are just going to play like five at the back and park the bus? We'll learn how to drag them into position and play football. Yeah, I mean, I remember there was a manager, he's not manager now, he, he played a season, he decided to step down from management, he's still playing. He came to me about, I must say, three, four weeks into the season and he said, somebody just told me I can't play five at the back. And I went, you can't. Because at the time that was the rule before I changed it before this call or this recording, and um, he said oh, I didn't see that, and I was like, well, yeah, you know. And I spoke to the other teams, and I said, look, this is the rule, and all, all of them said, well, it didn't really matter. We played well, we had a good game. So, you know, if you want to start playing three centre backs and two wing backs in a five-three-two or whatever, do it. Because again, it's something we can't, you know. Like I've said all night on the uh, on this recording, it's a game that you've purchased and you want to play your way. As much as it is competitive, some people are competitive in different ways in terms of, you know, somebody wants to win the league and it's the last game and they need a point, they may play five at the back. Doesn't mean you can park the bus because that is still in the rules. But you can play your five at the back or you can play... Three at the back with two left and mid and right mid and have them sitting back just, or whatever. Just to be clear, mm-hmm. park the bus as in the tactic on the game where you just park the bus. Is that what you're saying? Though? Well, no, because that's not on FIFA 20. Uh, ultra ah. attacking and park the bus did get removed on FIFA 20. I've but... never done this in my life, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, obviously, in-game tactics, you've got balanced attacking, um, defensive, but you haven't got Ultra, or you haven't got part of the bus, or whatever. You've got um, ultra, ultra defensive and ultra so, attacking, though. Yes, there's the one. You've got ultra attacking, but you haven't got. I can't remember what it was called. It's something like Gunko or something, and you haven't got part of the bus. Yeah, in-game tactics, you can do what you want, but if it is recorded that you are purposely sitting on your 18-yard box, for instance, at the back five, that's not fair gameplay in my eyes. Um. But again, it's your game. You can do pretty much what you want. You know, we people moan at me sometimes. Oh, this person was time wasting. This person was that. Go look at the rules and then come back to me because the rules are in place for a reason to encourage fair gameplay. I mean, I I was I was just going to quickly nip onto that, but I know we've not got a lot of time. Uh, I mean, holding the ball in the corner. I agree with not being not doing that because it's almost nigh impossible without getting a red card to get the ball for someday if they're using the button properly. Yeah, um, so, I mean, if, literally... if they're knocking the ball about and the ball's yeah. still in play, like whether they're knocking it about their defence or not, I, don't, I, I know it's it's rubbish and it isn't the best, but 
as long as the ball's still yeah. moving, I don't think it's time wasting. Yeah. Go, go yeah. and win the ball. The, the only rule we have in place for time wasting is holding LT, shield, whatever, yeah, some people might have it as a different button for whatever reason. Shielding it in the corner is not allowed. If you are actively moving and doing maybe a step over here or whatever, passing it up and down the line, that's allowed because you are in a position to be tackled. But like Rab touched on, the shield is overpowered, in my opinion and a lot of people's opinion, and will result in somebody getting a red card or they are very nearly impossible to get the ball back. Uh, Again, uh, that's been in, that's been in the rules since well before I even, well since I took over. I agree with that one. I do agree with that one. There was there was a, a wee uh, talk from uh, our, our man Kane about uh, possibly trying to implement some sort of VAR. Um, but I mean that could be a lengthy one as well. If we're, are we wanting to get into that or? My opinion on VAR is if a goal happens, it happens. The game is however much we moan about the game. I was going to swear then. Um, <laughs> however much we moan about the game. You not swear on the podcast. The rules. <laughs> yeah, you know, the game is pretty good in terms of goals and stuff. You know, I remember uh, Lee Two Admin Jacob mentioned him again. He had a bit of a whinge in uh, the admin chat about his team had scored a goal, but the ref pulled it back for a free kick, which he, he said that cost us a position in the uh, knockouts. But the way I, I looked at the video in depth for him, you know, just as a sort of clarification, and it was an own goal. So because the player had touched the ball that was off the opposition, his advantage had ended. And... We know that's rubbish in terms of real-life football, but that is the way the game's programmed. So there won't be any VAR. But what I will say is, because I don't think it's been touched upon tonight, people asking about yellow and red cards. Yeah, um, that hasn't been touched upon. No. We removed yellow and red cards from the system because, again, it's not able to be tracked properly. You know, it takes somebody to just be dishonest and then they get away with 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 playing the next game when they in real life football wouldn't be allowed. Um, my view on it is: you get a yellow card, then you're going to be more cautious and less useful almost in terms of defending for your team because you don't want to get a red. You get that red card. Your team is down to ten men or nine men or whatever. How many red cards you get? Then you put your team at a disadvantage in that game. But what I will say is, if somebody deliberately takes somebody out, gets a red card from 85th minute onwards, then that that person will receive game bans. Because it is a clear intent of, we've only got a couple of minutes left, we need to win this, I'll just get the red because there's no punishment. Well, now there is a punishment. I think I know I know what you're saying, mate. I think we should have a longer chat, uh, like obviously behind the, the scenes, and see if there is something we can maybe get put in place. Not so much for yellow cards. I know that would be a bit of a difficult one, but uh, red cards. Um, you know, if somebody gets a red card, you, you, it's easy enough for the other manager to even say, "Oh, by the way, he got a red card." Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not difficult. Um, I mean, it would be quite easy to monitor. Yeah, I mean, it is easy to monitor until people just don't be honest. And unfortunately, there are some people out there that aren't honest. And I suppose, I suppose what Rab's saying, though, is the fact that it's not going to be down to the person that's honest or not. It's going to be down to the other manager recording it. Yeah. 
But let's just say, let's put it to this. A team goes into a game and it, there's been a connection issue and they're running late. They quickly get out the lobby, get into the lobby, load up the next match. They fail to get the evidence. And then that person from the other team is able to carry on as they were because it, because of the connection issue, basically. So, no, red, red cards, yellow cards will stay as they are, except for the ruling I've just put on that will be within the uh, last five minutes. In, pure intentional. Clear, intentional. Let's just take him out because he's going through one-on-one. You know, if you, an opposition manager gets a video clip of that, it it won't affect you. Know, it won't be a default or nothing like that. It will be that individual player will receive game bans and the length will be determined by myself or Stephen, the head admin. Length will be determined by how many spins a player does when you have him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how many rolls he does like Neymar. If he rolls the same amount as Neymar, then I'll let him off. But <laughs> nah. if, he was in, if he was injured, it's more of a ban. <laughs> well, um, it? well, it was, it's been a good one, to be honest, mate. I've enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. I know you, you, some of you might be disappointed in some of the things that aren't getting implemented that you wanted, but we have to remember it is a game. People play it to have fun, and also we want fair competitive gameplay and we have to think of the masses more than the minority of people I'm, that I'm are. I'm kind of hoping that the Prem guys are going to sort of see see the light and just be like, yeah, you know what? We're fine with it. Let's, let's oh. give it a run. Let's give it a whirl and see what comes here. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand the pros to it, like, you know, making it more competitive. But I know the negatives that came last time. <laughs> it's just a, so much of a headache more than anything. Oh, this person is six foot one instead of six foot. This person's playing right back instead of centre back. And like you said before, with the visual glitch, it's hard to tell. But if all Premier managers are honest and they all want it, and that means all of them want it, then it will be looked at in trialling in some sort of game or pre-season where I will ask one team to do it properly. I will ask one team to have maybe one member that isn't. Don't tell me, don't tell anybody, but keep it to yourselves. And we'll try and spot the the person that's... uh, glitched, if you like, or using the wrong position. Um, aye, I agree there, mate. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. Halfway through this Twitter, you asked me to do a, a Twitter poll, didn't you, or something like that, and I must admit, I can, completely forgot what it was. <laughs> uh, uh, it would be for the roster lock of 22. That's the one, exactly thank the you. One. I will, I will write that down. <laughs> So much what I'm saying is writing it down anyway, Craig. I, I mean, that's what he said. I'm writing all this down, Craig. I hope the stuff that you're going to benefit from. He's lying on his sofa, that, getting a foot was, massage. That was two <laughs> beers back. <laughs> anyway, it's been a it's been a good one. How long have we got? How long have we been on, Dave? We have been on. The- oh. uh, well, uh, we we woke up, boys. We have woke <laughs> up. Roger, I've, I've literally been on here. My battery's gone on my phone, so my phone's actually switched itself off and I've rejoined and you haven't even noticed. <laughs> no, but it's because, mate, everything you've been noticed. speaking, it's to, like, some other country or something. Ah, I'm all good now. <laughs> Perfect, now. 
<laughs> to be honest, mate, I don't think all three of us wanted to throw it to you because I knew how bad your audio was. Yeah. So I'll just leave way out. We're not bothering with uh, We've been on for one hour, 35 minutes. Yeah. Well, there you go. One hour, 35 minutes. I'll get edited down, I'm sure, but... Um, it's been a really good one. I've enjoyed it. I, I don't know about you guys, but I genuinely have. Um, Craig, a pleasure, mate. I'm a, a proper like you. You're the main man for a reason. Um, you have been able to answer in depth every single thing being put to you. So thank you very much for your time and knowledge. I yeah, no it, problem. Mate. Not a problem at all. All I will say is, I remember when I took over. It was two divisions of 14 teams and half of them in the the second division weren't even teams. They were defaults. So I do what I do to bring you, everybody, a better experience. And if you don't agree with me on something, I'm more than happy to listen. But I do make decisions based on trying to get more members. And that's why we're going into a, a season now with six divisions, which is the biggest Xbox side of sin. So I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, you know, but I try and make these calls with other people as well. I don't just, off the top of my head, wake up and think, oh, let's do this. You know, it usually is a discussion of some sort with my admin team, with maybe with Dave on the phone or with Stephen over at Xbox Live. So I'm more than happy to listen, but if I said something you don't like, it's through experience. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, mate, you're never going to get um, everybody happy. You're never going to get everybody to the exact same point. Um, no. Everyone has their own opinion, and everyone is more than entitled to their own opinion. Um, I just, like I said, we're doing this to try and help make the VPG even better than it already is. Um, and hat off to you, mate, because like I'm, I'm wild. I am wild uh, hearing that obviously it's going to be 90, 96, 97, whatever teams, not not people, teams involved yeah. in the, the the VPG Xbox side uh, this coming season. It has it genuinely like as mind blowing stuff. So brilliant. and the addition of well late night league and the addition of the weekend league from last season. Yes. Uh, so. Which will obviously the weekend league we're hoping will grow and become mm-hmm. bigger and, and more competitive even again. Uh, yeah. So it's all going in the right direction. Really uh, glad to have you on, and uh, you know at worst it's given you an insight into what people are sort of looking for as well. Definitely. You know it's it's never going to be it's never going to be a bad thing. They're not no. always going to hear what they want to hear. Uh, but you're now getting to also hear the voice of the people and what they would maybe like to see. And you could then think, you know what? I have said no to that, but it's yeah. maybe something we can do in the future. It's maybe something we can do next FIFA if we've got the time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, I am disappointed though, Rob. You haven't said your catchphrase. 110%? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. I said 110% when I was no. agreeing with something. No. And I've just you said it like three times, 110%. You don't agree with anything, though. No. <laughs> I do, mate. I do. I honestly do. Today, I did go on a bit of a rant in the, the, the chat, but I was honestly, I was, I just feel very passionately about, and, and it's no other thing apart from, I feel passionately about trying to make, or trying to put my bit in to help make the VPG 
even bigger than it already is and better than it already is. That's all it is. That's all I'm looking to do. Um, I, I, I genuinely, I've enjoyed being part of this podcast and I've enjoyed being able to speak to people and get my point across to people and, and speak for the people. So, uh, yeah, I just want enough. to keep that going, eh? Yeah, that's cool. Never um, But that, unfortunately, <laughs> or fortunately, that is all we have got time for today. Um, yeah. Listen, if we have any more questions, we say this every time, if you've got any more questions, if you can think of an idea, if you want to be an admin, because let's be honest, we could do with a few more. Right? We could. Uh, uh, many hands make light work and all that. If you want to just get in touch, get in touch with the Twitter, the VPG Twitter, get in touch with Dave's Twitter, get in touch with Lee's Twitter. I don't know. No my Twitter though, just theirs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and feel, feel free to ask questions in that and we will always bring them up. Um, we'll always bring them up. We'll always try and discuss them. We'll always try and get your points across as well, guys. Um, thanks very much to Dave Avery, who's been a shining light and at least we've been able to hear his voice on this podcast so thank you Dave well yeah I just want to obviously now you threw it over to me I just want to sort of echo what Craig said I mean you don't get many owners that will come on and be probed like that and have such an honest opinion on things and sort of like yeah fair enough whatever a lot of people just say you know what that you might wait the highway see you later mate I'm not bothered but all I will always say is the fact that I had an idea about the podcast, what, ages and ages and ages ago now. And at first, it was a, mm, I don't quite know. But then I kept going and going and probing and probing and probing until Craig turned around to me and went, go on then, show me you can do it. And I think we've done that. So I think if we take that kind of approach for every single thing we've spoke about today, not maybe everything, but most things, come next FIFA, you know, position locks could be a thing because FIFA might realise, hang on a second, let's make the game properly. And um, yeah, good it, 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 it might that be something good there? Eh? It, it might actually be a thing, but what I'm saying is that don't give up. Don't think this is a, as a no, you know, kind of thing. It's just, it's just maybe just a no for now. You know, mm-hmm. going forward, it might, not, it might not be. So, yeah, cheers. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> no problem at all, mate. And thanks, Lee, even though you've hardly been on the show because of your connection being woefully bad. Um, and the thing is, as well, mate, I know that you really had, you wanted to get in about this show today. You did. It. It's a nightmare that you weren't, you weren't uh, able to, mate. It's, I've, 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 I've been able to listen to everything, so that's good enough. <laughs> well, oh, thanks very much, anyway, mate. It's, it's always uh, <laughs> it's taking the time to be on here and that and put, put our uh, our own bits down towards Craig. And honestly, mate, Craig, uh, a special thanks to you, buddy, for coming on and um, just being the, the honest upfront guy that you are. So thanks very much, mate. Yeah, not a problem at all. Anytime. Um, yeah, always a pleasure to have you, mate. Well, that is all we have got time for, guys. I'm really sorry it's sort of rabbited on and rabbited on, but for me, that's been something that's worth listening to, especially if you feel so uh, passionately about pro clubs in general and the VPG. Um, so this is RFXN Rab signing out, guys. Bye.